Hi guys, welcome to Resilient You, a podcast where we share stories of overcoming, self-growth, and finding our way through struggles big and small. I'm your host, Annie Blade, a Michigan native girl with big dreams who wants to help you uncover yours. Stay tuned for the episode. What it is, what it is. I don't know what that means, but hey guys, <laughs> welcome back to another Resilient Tuesday Wow, I've really been loving these singing intros. I might have to make that like my new thing. I'll go through a phase where I just sing to you guys and then one day I will just randomly drop off because I'm toxic. And if you don't know about my toxic traits, you need to tune in to two episodes ago. At least I think it was two episodes ago. And review all the toxic things about me. But anyways, besides promoing my other episodes, hey guys, what's up? I am here with another topic that I pulled out of my brain. And this topic is non-attachment, but also this plays into managing your expectations, which manages your happiness. That's right, I said it. Expectations, or lack thereof, leads to happiness. So if you're unaware of what non-attachment is, I know this is a very good practice in mindfulness and like yoga these are like I, I'm very uneducated within those realms to be honest um, but I know this is a topic that comes up and it's basically to train yourself and your mind to not be attached to like physical items like things that you feel like you need maybe you feel like you need attention or you need to go on Instagram or you think you need that chocolate bar it it's just this idea of not, or at least training yourself to be less and less and less attached to the things that you feel like you need, like you couldn't go without. For me, caffeine. <laughs> My morning cup of joe. I love her. I feel like I need her. But do I? No. Do we still hang out almost every morning? Yes. Because even though I am a self-improvement queen, I am imperfect. And I can only work on so many things at a time. But I will keep you updated in the future because I do want to switch over from um, caffeine to alternative energy sources. Did you know? I know I'm going on a little tangent, but did you know that caffeine actually just blocks receptors that tells you that you're tired rather than hypes you up and gives you energy? I did not know that till very recently. It is basically fake news in a cup. You just drink it up. You're like, I'm not tired. I feel great. <laughs> Just lies. <laughs> but anyways, um, enough on caffeine and more on non-attachment. I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I've noticed that my mood drastically <laughs> is impacted if I feel that I have the things that I want and if things are going the way that I wanted them to. And sometimes these are very out of our control. Um, I, I don't know. I just get into these like hypothetical thought scenarios where I'm like, well, what if everything I love and like want is taken away tomorrow? Am I still going to be this person that I describe myself to be the self-growth loving, you know, pretty confident, creative person that I love and nourish myself to be like, what would I be without my morning cup of joe <laughs> or that chocolate at the end of the night? Sometimes I get a little cranky when I don't have it. <laughs> that's not really good 
because that means that I'm pretty attached to it, right? And I mean, I can acknowledge that I'm a super privileged person, not only with where I live in the world in America, where like we don't have these limits of being born in a certain class and always being seen that way. One thing I do love about this country is that it's not like other countries where if you're born into a lower class, like people view you as that for the rest of your life, you can break out of that easily here. Um, also, <laughs> I am a fake blonde, blue eyed, white person. And that alone gives me a bunch of privilege, right? And on top of that, I have this life where I can have coffee made at home, like instantly. And go to the store and buy pretty much like whatever groceries I want right of course I have certain limits not like a rich billionaire but I have a lot in my favor right so sometimes it's easy to lose sight of all those things that I could be really grateful for and could be really aware of and then when I don't know something stupid happens like someone cuts you off in traffic you get all like angry right because you feel like you deserve something that really is not guaranteed to you at all. Let me go with that, actually. I'm going to dive into managing expectations because I'm kind of accidentally already talking about that. So when you're in traffic, I think we all have this expectation, at least a lot of us, a lot of us who get bothered by this, what I'm about to mention, we have this expectation that we should never be cut off. Like, why would they do that? That's so rude. Like, we're us. <laughs> and that's rude. So we should never be cut off. So it's like, it's not necessarily a conscious expectation, but that's essentially what we're on a subconscious level saying to ourselves. And that's why we get so angry when someone cuts us off in traffic. We're like, what the heck? You shouldn't have done that because I don't deserve that and I should never be cut off. If we go into the same exact situation with like, I don't know, maybe I should, you know, drive defensively because people are unpredictable and it's you know, I'm probably going to get cut off at some point in my life multiple times because people drive crazy and that is a fact. You're going to be a lot less angry or upset when someone cuts you off because you already had this like low level expectation that at some point that was going to happen. And really that prepared you for the situation and made you way less upset. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm not saying be a pessimist and be like, oh, life sucks and people are going to cut me off in traffic. Like, no. But if you're realistic with yourself and if you can get in touch with those subconscious expectations, you're not going to be so upset when things aren't always going your way. And like I said, this has just been something I've been thinking about. So, instead of like feeling entitled, I actually don't go to like coffee places a lot, but stay with me here. If I'm going out to my favorite coffee place and I'm just thrilled and I just really want my favorite cup of like, I don't know, my favorite flavor of latte. Let's go with that. And the barista messes up my order, right? And I've already left because I didn't try it in the shop. I could get really upset, right? Because I've been looking forward to this and, oh, I deserve this and I paid for it, blah, blah, blah. Or maybe I could have planned in advance, been like, oh, maybe someone's going to mess up my order someday, not be that mad, and maybe even go a step further in preparation with, like, tasting your coffee before you leave the drive-thru or whatever, right? Anyways, you get what I'm saying. And for me, this plays into relationships a lot. I think I brought this up on a different episode when I had Emily on for a bonus episode a couple months ago. 
But in relationships, it's almost a lot harder, at least for me, to understand those subconscious expectations I have. Like, sometimes I'll notice that I am just annoyed, (laughs) like, at my boyfriend for no reason. I mean, it doesn't happen, like, that often, and it's usually very low-level annoyance, but it's, like, like, it's always, it's always stemming from an expectation that is just not centered in reality. Like, maybe I worked all day and I come home and it's, like, just as messy when I left and he had the whole day off, right? (laughs) Jack, if you're listening, I love you. And (laughs) I'm calling myself out, so don't fret. You don't need to clean while I'm gone. But maybe that day I had an expectation that maybe he, you know, he has all this free time. He should clean the house because I'm gone and I'm working. And I don't even verbally say that to him whatsoever. (laughs) He's a perfectly sweet guy and he would totally, like, help me out cleaning if I asked him to but I instead I just like have the subconscious like low-level expectation that I'm not even aware of till I get home and I'm like me because I had an expectation and it's like how can someone fulfill that if you don't even communicate and if you don't even if you're not even in tune with your own subconscious expectations so a good way to work with this is backwards okay you're in a bad mood one day why is that back up a little bit really dig deep and I think this is really hard at first especially for people who are not very self-aware or not really in tune with their emotions or not really into self-growth or maybe they just have a super big bias that they're the shit <laughs> you know and that they're never wrong because some I think we all deal with that like pride to a degree but I think if we just like rewind the tape a little bit and we're like okay I'm upset right now why am I up- upset oh the apartment's like just as dirty as I left it okay um well clearly I wanted it to be clean. So did I project that onto my partner that they should clean because they were home? Did I even verbally say that? Is that even really what I want at the end of the the day? Is that really what's going to make me happy? Or am I just kind of finding something to be unhappy about and projecting it onto a person I care about or a person that I'm around a lot? Does that make sense? Managing expectations. Very important. Something I really struggle with. Something I'm way more aware of. Um, on my own but when it comes to others I just tend to struggle a little bit more so something I wanted to share because I think we all deal with this actually when my friends were just in town a couple weeks ago uh, my friend Nicole's boyfriend (laughs) he and I were talking about this because he was saying sometimes Nicole love you girl you're the sweetest girl (laughs) Nicole's awesome guys don't even like if you're a girl you probably understand this so he was saying that sometimes Nicole notices things Um, Her boyfriend was saying this. Sometimes Nicole notices things that she doesn't necessarily love that um, her boyfriend does. And she lists them all off at once. And then he feels attacked and blah, blah, blah. Cycle. Something I can definitely relate to with my boyfriend. He was amazing. But it's just like, instead of letting these things build up, like these expectations, it's good to deliver them like calmly, kindly, and not always say them in the moment unless we're in a good headspace and a kind headspace to deliver those things. But anyways, a little bit of a tangent, but I really think that managing expectations truly leads to your happiness. Like I said earlier, I'm not saying be pessimistic. I'm saying be prepared and realistic with what you want in life. And when you do that, that's 
going to lead to a huge part of your happiness. And non-attachment plays into this once again because when you just decide ahead of time, like, hey, um, okay, here's a great, like, um, example from my past. When I was serving, I used to be, like, waiting tables. I used to be really attached to how much money I would make that day. And it's honestly something that was always out of my control. Sure, I could give the best service possible. Sure, I could work at a great restaurant in a great location where there's a history of tips being awesome. But I couldn't control the kind of people that sat at my table. I couldn't control if the kitchen messed up. I couldn't control if someone ran the wrong food to my table. There's so many things I couldn't control. And I would be very upset when things would go wrong. I'd get very attached, if you will, to how things turn out. I would get very attached to what tip that table gave me. Instead of like expecting 20% or expecting things to go right, I think I would have fared much, much better and honestly, probably would have gotten even better tips because I would have been in a better mood, a more genuine, authentic mood, if I had just not been so attached to an outcome of 20% tip, the outcome of things going my way. Do you see how like non-attachment and managing expectations is almost the same exact thing? Non-attachment is more of just like the practice of just exactly what it is, not feeling so attached so sandwiched in with what happens to you and I think the step deeper is actively managing those expectations and that will lead to how happy you are guys I hope you enjoyed today's episode I love you guys so much and until next Tuesday I will talk to you then bye-bye Thank you so, so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode and felt that it brought value to your life, please feel free to screenshot it and share it to your Instagram story. And be sure to tag me at amyglade underscore, at resilientyousquad, and also the guest that I had on if I did have one on this episode. If you would also be so kind, please feel free to run on over to the Apple Podcast app so you can give me a five-star rating and leave a thoughtful review if you feel compelled to. I always love hearing your guys' feedback. Thank you so much for listening again, and I will see you next Tuesday. Stay resilient, squad.